This evening, Justin Slimberlake, bringing sexy back. Welcome to the Paper Keg Podcast. Hashtag R.I.P. Mark. Rest in peace, buddy. Love that guy. Uh, we talk about industry news, the books we're reading, a book club. What's the book club this week, Dale? Oh, boy. You ready for this? 30 Days of Night. A I'm classic. Ready. Steve Niles, your boy. Oh, boy. He tweeted me. I know, we talked about it earlier. Just today. We were like high fiving each other. I know. It was like I'm I'm in the community basically. You're you're in a you're a comic industry vet now. I, yeah, I mean in a way. In a small way, I'd like to think I am. Uh, and then we read your letters to close out the show live. Love you, Steve Niles. Letters at papercake dot com. Um welcome to the show if it's your first time. You know, we had a guest host last week with tie dye. This is and uh one of our Opsilimus Prime is having some trouble with <laughs> You just bended time because that episode won't post <laughs> oh, until next week. Never mind. Um, Mark Farrington, you know, our former yes. friend. Well, he's still our friend. No, just, not my friend. No? He piece. left us. He's off the show. He was our DC historian. Uh, he former. was He was a dear friend, and he's decided to leave. I, it was good that we had that in our repertoire, but uh, frankly, without any DC history, I'm I'm no worse off. So we have um, we'll, go, we'll go around the room and introduce everybody. But Mark's replacement uh, for this week, you know, we're running the reign of the replacements oh, man. until episode fifty. Mega mega event in to see yeah to see who will be the replacement. And we have two former guest hosts at the same time. Together again for the first time, husband and wife. What? Two weeks in a row. We've actually had a husband and wife. That's right. Amazing. Um, she was keg. she was on the episode famously Lemire Keg. No, Buffy Keg. Yeah, Buffy Keg. That's right. Uh, I think I also make that error, or I will make that error next week. He did. He did. Mary Train. On the Twitter, thank you for being here. That is not my Twitter name. Thank you. Mary Sale on the Twitter. That's better. You know, you just went and got married, you know, like a big shot. I know. I was drunk on my honeymoon and I changed my Twitter name. Whoa, the things you do when you are drunk. That's, uh, that, we can't get played in the comic book shop if we continue going down that route. That's true. Welcome. I think next week's episode might be able to be played. No boner talk? No. No, jeez. Not this They're, one. This one's done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, not only do we have Mary Sale, we have probably one of our favorite guests on the show. You know, he likes reading the sexy books. <laughs> oh, man. You know, Classic. The, the Suicide Girls. Uh, I think there was one where one of them was, like, riding a chainsaw. I don't know what was happening. <laughs> Bicycles of Hell. Everybody that was that. Mode of Nancy in Hell, yeah. Nancy in Hell. <laughs> uh, Just Dave has uh, an alleged internet beef with Jonesy Loves Beer. Welcome back, Just Dave. Thank it's, you, thank you. Thank it's you. been a long time, Dave. 
Good to it's have you back. It's been a while. It's been a while. Too long, yeah. I think, personally. Too long. I agree. What about your internet beef with Jonesy? Is that fact? Is that fiction? A little of both. Maybe. Faction? <laughs> um, he did have a hand in tweeting out Jonesy's yearbook picture. So yeah, that could yeah. that could cause some beef. You know, it all started at one episode. Uh, I still remember like yesterday. Slim was like, you know, thanks for being a, you know, the guest host and all Jones Globe Beers fans. He's like, oh yeah, sir, I didn't take you out of the show. Get uh, audibly drunk the whole time and didn't act like a j bag and derail everything. And then, uh, you know, I cried for a couple weeks. I remember that. Jones Z loves beer. That was awesome. <laughs> Has the thinnest skin out of the I guy, think, all yeah. of our friends. I mean, he does speak the truth, just Steve. He's a he's a truth sayer. Oh, if anything, straight he doesn't, he doesn't bull us. He's like a shaman now too, Dale. You want a fake internet beef? Because I'll throw it right at you. Um, speaking of you. thin skin and crying like a baby, In my heart. Jonesy <laughs> loves beer. Welcome back to the show. You, Thank you. are, um, you know, the local wives club. They think you're the best writer in town. Absolutely. All your mothers are belong to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How long has that one been sitting in your back pocket? Uh, you know, I, I have some notes. So you're you're a writer. I am. You're a writer. And <laughs> I got up. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank what, you. What do you think about uh, hashtag RIP Mark and his exit from the show? You know, I thought um, I thought we'd never be able to find a replacement for Mark. But uh, this reign of the replacements is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I uh, but I'll miss I'll miss him. Good guy. Yeah. You know, episode fifty, we will yeah. reveal the new permanent host of Paper Cake. You know who my vote is for, don't you? Who? Beth Corto. Really? Yeah. I think wow. the, I think the public is going to cr- clamber. You're not even return. you're not even playing favorites to our current Seriously. hosts. I mean, Could you, at you, at you have no people you skills just, whatsoever. Well, I knew he wasn't going to pick me. Internet so. beef and Mrs. Beef. <laughs> so, oh, you know. no. <laughs> so, don't drag me into his. Mr. and Mrs. Sale, you might as well just leave now because obviously <laughs> he Jonesy doesn't respect you enough to think you could be no. the, potentially the best hosts. I do like the new on. nickname of Mrs. Beef. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Beef. I'm pretty sure that's going to stick. In all, and I will guess who has a new internet serious. beef? All there serious. is a joke in there somewhere. Whenever stick I can't make the paper cake, oh, definitely not in my pocket. He can be my wingman anytime. Whenever um, I can't make the show. Dale underscore A is back <laughs> on the show. It's good to be back. I welcome you back. Thank you. Uh, internet bad boy. You know, with so much turmoil going on on Paper Keg, I mean, the last few weeks, it's good to just have some familiar faces, you know? You. It's uh, it me. Me. You. Jonesy. I mean, uh, there's so much going on. The rain or the placements, while it's, uh, it's an amazing marketing campaign. Right. How about, how about those covers by Don Garvey? Guys, not Twitter. Park. Don Crazy. underscore Garvey. Sorry. Yeah, check him out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, there's a lot going on. So, you know, we're just trying to keep the show as uh, regular, as normal as possible. Dale. Yeah, without Mark. You're my Most podcast piece. rock. You're my podcast, Mary. <laughs> Mrs. Beef, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Mary. Uh, we're running out of time. Yeah, we are. We need to get into the news. That segment ran about eight minutes too long. Thanks, Gen Z. New listeners, we apologize. We do news next, so that's what we're going to do. <laughs> that's Gen Z's snicker where he's actually really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Did my wife tell you that? <laughs> uh, Kevin Spacey, check him out. Let's talk about some news happening in the comics industry right now. 
Avengers versus X Men. Oh, yeah, big part yeah. of it. Have you heard about it? Yeah, I'm not sure. They're gonna you... fight. I think they're gonna battle each other in comic book form. Uh, setting the pre-orders on fire. Yes. In fuego. Yes. That means in fire. I think. Oh. Uh, you gonna get it, Dale? Uh, I am gonna get it. I'm excited. That the Marvel architects are building this story. I don't know what's going to come of it. Could be like the last issue of X Men Schism, and be terrible. But <laughs> I can't wait to check it out. Listen, Adam Kubert was on a rush deadline. All right, it wasn't about the art. He's talking about the twenty pages of Cyclops, thinking about yeah. you know the good old days. Yeah. So I mean, uh, but uh, I'm excited for it. I uh, gotta tell you, I mean, sucker for Marvel events. Some of them. You know who might be a sucker for Marvel, Marvel events? Who? Mrs. Beef. Mrs. Beef. At Mary Sale. What do you think about Avengers vs. X-Men as being a female and one that doesn't read superhero books? Uh, I don't care. Uh, but I heard here first. I do listen to the show, so I know a little bit about it. And Schism, didn't the X-Men like split up? They schismed. So now they're going to come back together? Why did they have that you gotta entire read to find event out. for nothing? It's the Cyclops team. It sounds stupid. Yeah. Cyclops' team is the Cyclops one that's bad. Have you stupid. ever read a Marvel comic? <laughs> yes, I have. Or only zombie books by IDW? This no, guy. I've, he is bringing out the I, big guns already. <laughs> I've got a nine-minute mark. Of superhero experience. What I have would, enough to know that it's not really my As thing. a lady yes. of the night no. that oh, reads um, you know, like Lock and Key... Oh, we're going to talk about that. 30 Days a Night. What would need to happen for you to be interested in a Marvel superhero book? Zombies. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. He's actually coming back. Is he really? Who in Spider-Man. Yeah. He's a vampire. I don't really. You're married to me. I'm not a vampire Jeez. person. What's wrong with you? That's an Paper cake schism. Terrible. Paper cake couch. Worst ever. So what, what needs to happen for you to be like, all right, you know, I'll check out this Cyclops Wolverine book. I don't know. I read... What if there's, there's a lady like on the cover? Does that do anything? No, because it's usually drawn so ridiculously. Mm. What if they're fully clothed? Twelve-year-old boy. What if? What, what about Wonder Woman? You read Wonder Woman? It's pretty good. I actually haven't. It's a chick. I know. You know she she can rock out. She could. With her L out. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely That's cannot be. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you got it. I read Astana. I read. <laughs> The few like the first couple of trades of Astonishing X Men I've read Ultimate Spider Man. Great, like, I, great book. You read I, I, Shed? You ever read Shed? Oh boy, let's talk Shed. about it. Mm. So good. Shed is so good. To be perfectly honest, I got the floppies. You can read my floppies, oh, babe. Don't you hate Mrs. that term? Um, <laughs> Mr. Beef. Don't you hate floppies? It, <laughs> as someone who doesn't really have a in for all this, it's right. very overwhelming. Because I, when I was looking to try to figure out books to read for today. It's like maybe I'll try something else and surprise them, and it's just too. There's too Backfired. many. There's too much there's to try lot. to prove. Like there's a lot of friends, junk out so there. I didn't. What about Image Comics? You ever read the Image? Yeah. What's your favorite Image book right now besides Lock and Key or that's IDW? That is Sorry. Um, honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, well, thanks for coming by. Shut up. I read. I was reading um, Invincible for a while, but I'm pretty behind Fantastic. on that right now. Fantastic. I did like it a lot when I was reading it. Uh, they just had an Image Expo. Yeah. Yeah, convention just for image people. Where was that? I don't know, some lame Sunny California. City. I think it's in Anaheim or something crazy. Really? Was it? Yeah. Jensen, can you corroborate that? Nope. Or San Fran. <laughs> what a silly No, question. San Fran, because I think uh, at James Stump on the Twitter. Went, oh, okay. So was, I thought it was in some kind of weird podunk Midwest city. 
No, Kansas. Like the sovereign nation of Ireland? Like Kansas? Yeah, Kansas. Could, that would be in California. Um, so they had a big event. You know, they named a lot of new books coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what was the big one that came out. There's a new Kieran Gillen. Oh, yeah. Is that a phonograph? Phonogram. phonogram. I never read it, actually. Neither have I, but... The internet... Everybody loves it. Groupings just a jade all over it, like it was the second coming of Jesus. Which means we won't be reading it, because no. we're better than that. Reverse mm-hmm. hype has taken full effect. That's right. That's right. Don't ever recommend anything to Slim. He I know. Never, uh, ever Brian ever Wood, I think, is doing something for... In oh, yeah. Brian Wood. He's doing um, some kind of, like, futuristic... Is it called Mara? 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 Someone that's like a futuristic... It reminds me of Rollerball. Mm, okay. So I'll check it out. Remember I that movie, Rollerball? With yeah. your boy Kevin, uh, was it Klein? No, Chris what's Klein. this? Chris Klein. My boy, that yeah, your boy was Chris so Klein. Terrible. You love Chris Klein. <laughs> and that LL Cool J, I believe, you was in that film. You loved him in Street Fighter. He was great in that movie. Jimmy Conn. He was so good. He was Did great. you see Rollerball? I saw the original. I, mean, oh. I didn't see this remake. I saw the nonsense. new one. It was wait, wait. awful. Yeah, Chris Klein was in a Street Fighter. It was Jean Claude Van Damme. No, 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 no. He was in The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> the what? The le- the the second one. There was this. I I mean, I'm not being a Luthington right I, now. I, I think there was a second a Street Fighter. Right now. I see yeah. red lights on that mixer. You, you heard about? Yeah, yeah, you are seeing it right. Did you hear about Whitney? You know, Whitney Houston. <laughs> <says? laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to laugh into the mic. That was fantastic. Uh, internet beef. <laughs> so, Image is coming out with a you know bunch of great stuff. We're all excited about it. I think it's really cool that they had an expo. I mean, that kind of generates some kind of like inside fandom. You know what I mean? Much love for the publisher itself to have their own um, expo. Really cool of them. Yeah, they they said that the wait lines for to talk to the creators wasn't that bad. Mm. I don't think a lot of the comic shops like sold a lot of stuff. I think a lot of people were there to just to meet creators. It's probably, I mean, it's probably a really good place to do it too. I mean, all image-oriented panels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know, like Warcraft sells itself, but Blizzard, you know, they do cons just for Blizzard, and it's BlizzCon. just like the biggest thing ever. So I think Image could generate a lot of buzz. BlizzCon with Image cons. I wish they'd have one over here, not sponsored by Wizard. That it would return your emails. <laughs> image. I'm going to email somebody at Image just so they would return yeah, an email. That, just that to, even nice if they just though. to tell me we couldn't go. Just because I think with like New York Comic Con, you get the people that aren't interested in comics at all bringing their kids, and you know a ton of people are just going to cosplay, you know, an image expo where you could just kind of go and like, actually get the chance to talk to the creators yeah. and and look at what they have coming up. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, get sort my of book. knuckle deep in uh, image. Breaking mm-hmm. knuckle deep news. Yeah, we're running out of time. You're the we're bear. consistently running out of time. We need to move on uh, to the comics roundtable. We have five of us here. We gotta. Uh, we need to get the train moving. No <laughs> pun intended. Uh, Mary Sale. What up? She likes to be called Mrs. Beef. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> Don't hashtag call me Mrs. Mrs. Beef. Beef. Hashtag RIP Mark. Rest in peace, buddy. What are you reading this week? I purchased on the Comixology app. Nice. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. <laughs> Disclaimer. I work for uh, yeah. uh, I purchased Adventure Time with Finn and Jake. Adventure Time. Whoa. That's, Has anybody ever watched Adventure Time? That's a cartoon, Time? right? Yes. I watched one episode and it blew my mind. I'm pretty sure the writers just sit in a room and take a lot of mushrooms and write down whatever they see. And it is amazing. Is it? It's I, really fun. I generally hate everything on Adult Swim. It's not on Adult Swim. 
Well, I'm it's just, a kid's. I'm just it's saying, a kid's cartoon. It's not like just let me finish enough. talking. I'm just saying about Adult Swim, except the Venture Brothers. Obviously, mm. I've seen maybe like one episode of it. Amazing. Does that make you want to cry? A little yeah, bit. I, I We're running out of time, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Continue. Wow, Mr. Beef is the voice of reason over here. <laughs> Apologize, everybody. So, Adventure Time is uh, it's a children's show, mm-hmm. not Adult Swim. Um, this was the first issue. It is crazy and fun. Finn, the um, the human, mm-hmm. and Jake, the dog, <laughs> right. who can like turn into all sorts of different shapes and all sorts of crazy things, like a cat. He ca- he could turn into a cat if he wanted to. He can turn into a parachute like he is on the front cover. There are f- um, so he's like Falcor. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Can Falcor do that? Heck, can his arm just go? Like Falcor could fly. <laughs> I mean. Could- <laughs> Sorry. Stop, Continue. Stop trying to pretend like you know everything. I I don't. Stop trying to take the wind I'm out of I'm not her pretending. Sails. Just yeah. let her talk about Adventure Time, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Says the guy who can't listen to her talk about Lock and Key for 10 seconds at a longest show ever. I, you know, Can we end the show? Yeah, we, have right about 30, <laughs> we have about 30 seconds left, guys. About 30 seconds left. Adventure Time is fun. Uh, you should give Lightning it a room. shot. It's cute and quirky. Just read it. Who writes Adventure Time? I'll, I'll, I'll faint some interest here. Thank you. That's so sweet. Um, it is by come on, really? Pendleton Ward created it. It was written by Ryan North. It's okay. Adventure Time. I know a lot of uh, creators on uh, the Twitter are, are tweeting about Adventure Time, so they're all <laughs> buying that stuff. It's fun. Really? Keep it together, man. Be professional. Dave, what have you been Let's reading uh, this week? Thank uh, you. What did I read? Let me borrow this from you. Oh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Family iPad. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're not rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's guys, fine. Guys, yeah. buying a house. I might actually say this episode is not the wing column at the end. <laughs> <laughs> say that for the end. <laughs> God. Okay, I, I read a book called The Cross Bronx, issue ah. uh, issue number one. Hmm. Um, Ivan Brandon. Yes. I tweets like a madman. I hope, because I disagreed with you very quickly. <laughs> Cross Bronx. Bronx. Is yeah. it, what is it about? It's about this cop who... I always seem to read cop stories, but... Um, Roger Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Breaks up a porno ring. Nancy and Hill. Um, but he he... He's a detective, I guess, and he he goes to this crime scene where he finds the only weapon there is a police issue gun with this weird, um, it's got red stuff on it, and they find out that it's not blood; it's some kind of wax. Mm. But then he looks he looks up the serial number and finds that it belonged to a police officer who's been dead for a while now. Ooh. So he goes to the widow's, uh, he goes to talk to the widow about the gun, and she's got uh, these red candles burning in her, in like a, uh, Candle what's the word I'm looking for? No, 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 like a, uh, like a shrine or whatever to her dead husband. She's got these red candles that appear to have the same kind of wax that they found on this gun. Mm-hmm. Um, Sexy. So she, so she has... He asks her about the gun and um, and then asks about their daughter, who apparently uh, was a dancer and got, like, 
like the crap kicked out of her. <laughs> and, you know, and there's a, there's one picture where she she was like raped and brutalized, and like there's this one picture. There it's it like is. She's, yeah, she's totally twisted up and and just broken. And the the chick bas the the wife basically tells the guy, you know, you need to figure out who did this to my daughter before I'll talk to you about anything that has to do with my husband. Um. So then he he goes home to start you know, working on the case or whatever. And then it cuts to a scene where there's all these gangbangers in a car, you know, talking about getting messed up and high and, and <laughs> on, stuff. On drugs. On, on the drugs, on the drugs. As gangbangers are wont to do. And then they come to a screeching halt because a woman is right out in front of the car on the road. And then it turns out that it's like this... uh like a silhouette kind of ghost chick. It's Whitney. Yeah, it, I, I, and I think it's, I who? think it's supposed to be the, the de- or the uh, daughter who is in a coma. Mm. But um, it's just like a shadowy figure, and she like, she's you know she shoots up the whole car, and then it smashes, and then, uh, that's where it ends. But <laughs> it, it seems like it's, it's ramping up to something good. I think. Um. And the like, art and the art's great too. She's like, in like, like ghost bullets or something. What's she shooting yeah, up she, with? Like like real red bullets, but bullet. like but I mean like she's like a she's kind of like a spectral ghost kind of. There's a comic book called the wasn't there the Silk Spectre or the Spectre and she was a chick that had Silk like, Spectre was in Watchmen. Um, maybe I'm just thinking of this. No, now I'm thinking of the spirit. There was a a weird version of the spirit where it was a chick with guns. Maybe she's kind of like that ghost in Planetary. Yeah, but like she doesn't like in in the one the one clear shot they have of her. Like she doesn't have a face or anything. She just has like eyes. I I don't know. It's it's weird. But like she shoots. Yeah, she shoots up the car and then like the blank. They're all Dick Tracy. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that, Jim. Ivan Brandon. The, is it the Cross Bronx? The Cross Bronx. The yes. Cross Bronx. Check it out. Isn't yeah, that, I think that's an expressway, isn't that? The Cross Bronx Expressway. You know, I'm from New York. I actually don't know that. I don't know for a fact. I know of like one route in New York. Mm, I don't the know. Train. It was good. It was free. Check it out. I love free. Free in the app. Comicsology.com. The app. Dale. I'm excited to talk to you about what you are reading right now. Uh, Lobster Johnson, number one, hmm? is a, a a book by Dark Horse, and I believe Lobster Johnson is has made appearances in the BPRD books. Was he in the movie? He was not in the movie. Um, so uh, he has a gloves with a little lobster claw imprints on the insides of them. I'm not totally sure what Lobster Johnson does, but this book is great. Mike Mignola hmm. writes it and uh, is obviously has the classic um, color tones of a Hellboy book. You know, the, uh, the, the beautiful art that Mike Mignola just seems to be um, have these artists in his pocket that know how, exa- know how to draw exactly how he wants. Yeah. Um, Lobster Johnson uh, starts with a guy who comes home uh, with like this weird helmet on. It's like he's uh, almost like he's walking to his apartment after a day's worth of work. 
and he uh, walks into his apartment and gets ready to turn the lamp lamp on and uh, somebody's in the apartment and said um you've been followed or something like that and comes it turns out it's lobster johnson in the apartment waiting for this guy and immediately following is like this um thing that opens the apartment door and sort of turns into like a bigfoot kind of deal mm. and they have like a mini scuffle and lobster johnson defeats this bigfoot looking thing and he like puts his hand on the bigfoot's head and the bigfoot like turns into dust and turns into a little skeleton and he drops this little talisman that almost looks mayan or maybe asian and um uh the he takes he takes this guy who's uh Going back to his apartment, it turns out this guy's name is like Bob or Bill. He was a former baseball player, but he's been helping out these two scientists test out this suit. And a week ago, the scientists went missing, so this guy has been trying to uh, just run and hide because he's got this suit that he really doesn't know what the suit does, but it has some important value, obviously, because there's people after him. So Lobster Johnson and his uh, friend, his uh, little sidekick, kind of sneak him underground into Lobster's um, lair underneath New York City. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of cool because you have to take a boat, like, in the sewers to get to it. And uh, inside his lair are, like, all these old um, computers and electronics. I got, an, like, a, a robo feel to it, Atomic Robo. It's uh, 1937 is when this is set. Ooh. And um, it was like it, it. his underground New York lair was all... All these boops and beeps and, like, all these, um, uh, like, newsies, like, old guys wearing, like, classy hats that I like, you know, like, newsy hats and stuff like that. And they're all kind of in Lobster's little uh, gang. And uh, they don't really reveal reveal too much about Lobster. I don't know if he is actually part of the BPRD or if he's just made guest appearances. I actually haven't read any BPRD. But uh, Lobster Johnson, the first issue was a a great read. And uh, it's the first... um, Six issue miniseries is called the Iron Prometheus. That's I'm guessing that's what the suit is. It's a cool name, but uh, yeah, and uh, is a great book, great first mm. book, and uh, I actually bought all six, so I look forward to reading look at the you. other five. Oh, nice, yeah. Lobster Johnson sounds like Doctor Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like does. a little bit. Yeah, Zoidberg. That's my impression. <laughs> wow, spot on. It's dreadful. It's I like know. he was in the room with us. <laughs> well, um, he wasn't because he's animated. Let's talk about... <laughs> Take them, Mrs. Beep. <laughs> really? Let's talk about something that I read. Yeah, Can turn. we? It's your turn. We can do that. Uh, it's go. a digital comic now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been in print for some time. Maybe not some time, but for a time. Rachel Rising. Mm, beautiful. You heard about this? Have you seen this? Terry Moore. Yeah, it's uh, one of Dale's favorites. Mm-hmm. One of Dale's top books. From 2011. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Rising from Terry Moore, Strangers in Paradise. Well, that's a big one. Never read it, but I've heard. be cool if things. we had that in our app, you know? <laughs> Foreshadowing. Wink, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> Rachel Rising is about this chick. Wakes up, pulls herself out of the ground. She's dead. Rises, if you will. Sold. She's dead. Let's She's go. dead. Let's go. Spoil that. Um, first issue. <laughs> no, it's no spoiler. She's really dead. Uh, she pulls herself out of the ground, and she's like, "What? Ha- what the hell is happening here?" Right. You know, she's got some 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 bruises on her neck area. You know, Mrs. Beef. And uh, so she goes back into town. She she doesn't remember what happened. She visits some of her friends. Uh, mortician. They don't know she's dead. 
He's uh, he actually is a woman. <laughs> is it? it? It's revealed. Yes. Yeah, no. It's, wow. That just his, changed the whole game for he, me. Like, he calls her like Aunt Johnny or Aunt Jack or something. She has a man's name too, but it's a woman. Wow. Well. But hmm. but it looks exactly like a man. So that's yeah. I mean, that's maybe, why you wouldn't know, you know in I, the first. Is issue. she uh, a lesbian? She. I don't know. It's. I don't think oh, it's okay. revealed. I think she's just very. Manish. She's just mannish. Yeah. Yeah. The the mortician starts talking to Rachel as if you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're you're here, but you're also dead. Like I, the mortician works so many long hours that uh, he's she is fine with just speaking to the dead, <laughs> right? You know, like, where he, like she has a full on conversation with Rachel, like, yeah, yeah, you're here, I get it, yeah, but you're dead, and Rachel isn't getting it that she's dead, so he she just. They go on like a walk. Is to, your mind blown right now? I can't even concentrate. I, I didn't. I shouldn't. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that this this character is a female. So they go to where she pulled herself out of the ground, and she finally gets it that you know I'm talking to a dead person, and it's not really revealed in the first two issues or the first issue. Um, you know the how long she's been down there, or how long this mortician has known that she's been dead, or. You know, any of the really big details in between, but it's it's pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty cool because the ant man, uh, the man ant, was literally like, "Yeah, I know you're dead. I have conversations with dead people all the time." Yeah, like it, she didn't, he didn't come to the realization <laughs> that she was dead. But Rachel was really in the room with her, and I think mm-hmm. that was that was really jarring. Rachel Rising has been a like a, a surprising dark horse hit for me because I didn't. You know, you don't know nothing about it, but there's something about every issue that keeps you coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Issue three, two or three, there's like, I think is one of the most like disturbing scenes in comics. You listening, and, Dave? And it just involves uh, a little girl and it's, <laughs> it's not, oh, no, so. it's not bad. She actually murders somebody, but it's just oh, really, yeah. it's really odd how it happens. I like it. I'm, I'm interested. It. Out of curiosity, Slim, did you yeah. ever, um, did you ever read iZombie? I read uh, the first two issues. I mm. liked it, but it wasn't one that I was prepared to go back to. I don't know. It's okay. one of those books where I just had to be in the mood to go back. It just seemed like a not. Like uh, yeah, I liked. I liked the similar. Yeah, I liked it. So you it. have read *I Zombie*. I have fallen off recently. I need to catch up on it, but That's I terrible. was reading it for a while. I liked it a lot. Speaking of zombies, Jonesy. Jonesy loves beer. Is a zombie. Welcome back. Thank you. To the show. Thank you. Uh, I got a little awkward earlier. It's okay. You know? And I apologize. It's all right. What are you reading right now? (laughs) No beef between us. What are you reading right now? Gen Z loves quaff. (laughs) (laughs) Batman Beyond Mm. Issue 3. Starting to get interesting. You know, uh, we discover in issues 1 and 2 that the Jokers, the Joker-themed hooligans that are kind of like the national gang of the uh the Batman Beyond universe are all coming to Gotham. You know, uh Bruce surmises that it's some kind of pilgrimage to where the Joker came from. And uh in this issue it is revealed there is actually a mysterious figure who's calling uh the Jokers to Gotham for you know, he hasn't told why he's having this done. Is it Damien? Um but hang on, buddy. But um, you learn that 
he's actually doing it just to see Batman in action. He's orchestrated the events of the previous two issues just so we could see how Batman fights. In the B-plot of the issue, we see the fate of um, Terry's girlfriend in this universe. Dead. No, she's still very much alive, but she finally and ultimately breaks up with him. You know, it was kind of like a running gag in the show that they would break up, make up, like, every week. So, uh, you know, she ditches him. And uh, who appears to her aid but her mysterious brother that we've never seen to this. No, not Damian Wayne. Although I swear he was Robin in the other run of Batman What's this Beyond. Dude? What's this mystery dude's name? They have not revealed the mystery dude. Oh, the mystery brother? Yeah. I don't know. Some you don't think brother guy. So wait, there's a mystery dude and then there's this new character, the brother? Well, have spoilers. You, uh, spoilers. Yeah. At the end of the issue, uh, the mystery brother rubs his hand together and puts white paint on his face. Oh. <gasps> Dun dun dun! Oh. To be continued. Turtle cartoon plot. Mm. Yeah. So who is Sorry, it? Mrs. B. <laughs> it was worth it though. Definitely. Uh, is that the weekly book? Yes. What do you think about that weekly uh, format? I like it a lot. I like the shorter weekly format. It's easier to keep pace with a book rather than like if this was month to month, I'd be totally lost. Hmm. So the week to week release is really helping me enjoy it. It kind of reminds me of like coming home every day at four thirty and. Watching a Batman Beyond episode. Interesting. Yeah. Very I really dig it. Interesting. Yeah. Lightning round. Mm, oh my gosh. We're running out of time. <laughs> we're uh, out of tape right Lightning now. round where we go two sentences or less for a book we're reading. Mm. Uh, Mary, Sale, what are you reading? Uh, my lightning round book would be uh, Lock and Key. Clockworks number four. This series is so amazing. Can we please get a trending hashtag slim read lock and key? Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Crazy. Uh-huh. It's gonna happen. If I have to like pry you're done. eyes. You're open. done. You're, no, you're, it's you're gonna happen. Talking. You'll okay. do it. Your wife like that. Very NPR like. Your voice is I either. listen to a lot of NPR. Dale, like, I wish she was lightning round. Never mind. Underscore A. You keep your mouth shut. Oof. What are you reading right now? Dragon Age, The Silent Grove, number one. Fans of the Dragon Age video game series will enjoy this book. I agree. So did I. Next up, my turn, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't say anything. I didn't. Uh, Avengers Prime number one. Oh my god! I read this uh, solely based on Mandy Boo's love. Mandy Boo on the Twitter. I will never read another Mandy Boo <laughs> recommendation for as long as I am living on this earth. You're going to put jeers on her face. Huh? She's crying ugly, te- ugly tears right now. Just Dave, get a... Uh, uh, he doesn't have one. That's Mandy. why I was doing some kind of silent motions mm. that blew up in my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Evidently. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 
That wasn't me for the record. Uh, I did not write that. Jonesy loves beer. Morning Glories, issue 16. The most frustrating book on the planet to try to read monthly. <laughs> Why am I still doing this to myself? Mm. Poor guy. Mrs. Why Beef reads that. Mrs. Beef. Mm-hmm. I do. Do you agree or disagree with Jonesy? During the lightning round, does she read it? Or? It can be confusing. <laughs> I'm amazing. Uh, we amazing. need to get into <laughs> the book club book, 30 Days of Night. Mm. Uh, eventually turned into a movie starring an actor that has gone missing as of late. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. Josh what? Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Is that a real thing? That is a real yeah. movie. A Luffington over here. No, I mean, like, he really is... He was in it. He's not missing no, 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 for real. He got kidnapped, no. we think. Oh, I mean, he's just, he's just not in movies. It's not a big no. deal. You know, he God, really... He's, he's got a he, flair for the dramatic. He thought he was going to hit it big with Sin City, and after that, it's just like... Oh, wow. He was only in the first part. forgot about that. Yeah, he was kind of like a big star. Like, oh, I'm going to be here for three yeah. seconds. And then look at him now. He's a zero. 40 days from hero to really zero. 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days, 40 nights. Fantastic movie. Guy's asking to be on the paper keg, but we don't have room. Reign mm-hmm. of the Replacements is happening right now. It's only four episodes, Josh, or you apologize. Steve Niles, Ben Temple Smith. Three issues. Uh, I actually, for some reason, didn't even know Ben Temple Smith did 30 days a night. And you two are like best wow, friends. Wow, really? Neither did I. I probably yeah. would have read it much sooner if I did. Hmm. And event, uh, apparently he did other volumes, too. Like volume two he did, mm-hmm. at least. I didn't check volume three. I think he did that as well. Uh, you know, it takes place in Alaska. Part of town. Barrow. Part of Alaska gets, you know, 30 days of night, literally. They lose access to the sun. Yeah, for 30 for days. For 30 days. But they also That's get an entire month of sunshine. Of night. Was it November 17th and December 17th, if I remember correctly. Something like that. Uh, it's science Podcast people. Scientists. Dale underscore. So what happens is, uh, you know, the night that they're about to go dark, you know, sun dark, you want to call it that, uh, some strange things have been happening. Cell phones missing, found in a burning pile of cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a mysterious guy at a bar shows up, spouting Who ominous things. Can't get booze because the app, all the booze during that 30 days a night. Yeah, because it gets a little nutty, you know. People mm-hmm. try to, you know, do crazy things with each other. Booze doesn't help. It's you illegal. get depressed enough. It's illegal in most states. Mm-hmm. Rick Santorum won't have it. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. It's illegal. It's like a political slim. It's illegal, legal on paper cake for a lot of people. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> just one. <laughs> so, um, you know, what happens is the gist... These these young outlaw group of vampires come to this area. They see this as a perfect opportunity to feast. Oh man! On meat, blood, and mead. Maybe Thirty maybe some days. drinks. Thirty days of no sunlight. Right. It's a Why vampire's not? wet dream. It is. Look it I up. Mean, Google that. I have. And Hashtag this book will come up. Vampirewetdream.com. Um, three issues. So I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Just three issues. Short little story. I enjoyed it. I, I liked uh, Ben Templesmith's art. It was different than what I learned at first from Fell. You know, he's a different style, more painty a little bit. I, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I got a little bit of trivia here. 30 Days of no- Night. Uh, I, I was stopped reading comics at the time, and I went to, like, what would, is now Ramadicon. And I was like, what's this 30 Days of Night everybody's been harping about? I paid, uh, I think, full price for the book because it was the hit thing. So uh, at the Comic-Cons, uh, you know, they were just charged a full price for that sucker. 
I bought it, and uh, I could have swore it was like six issues long, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. it was like three issues. What what are we missing here? Um, so that kind of like was one of the first books that got me back into comics. Um, Thirty Days a Night. It's such an original idea. I think at the time, um, before all the vampire craze happened, I think this was o two o three maybe o mm-hmm. one. Um, o three, I think. There wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, there's definitely no Twilight. I don't think at the time. No Sookie Stackhouse or whatever. Um, I think it's a brilliant idea of vampires in a place with no sunlight for 30 days. And um, so these vampires come and they start feasting on the whole town and basically just terrorizing, killing. And uh, this little side plot, which is kind of, I I guess, has broken out more into the um, other volumes, is there's like... This Mobu chick in New Orleans, um, Nolans, Nolans down there, and uh, she's eating an oyster po' boy at the time, and her son comes in, and he's they basically have evidence via email, V-mail, <laughs> vampire mail, and uh, they're like the vampires are trading correspondence back and forth that they're going to go to this town. So they didn't know a whole lot about internet security, email security <laughs> back then, because <laughs> the vampires totally got hacked and uh, they pinged the server. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Mobu chick sends the son and a helicopter to Barrow to try to get some of this film footage on tape to prove that the vampires are striking. And uh, the head vampire, whatever his name is, forget it, Mesurato. No, Vincente. 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 Yeah, he comes and uh, they think they're going to impress the S out of Vincente. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. He's like, you you scumbag vampires just ruined it for all of us. We we spent all this time trying to cover our tracks, and you're going to come here and ruin it in, in uh, 30 days of feasting. It's like vampire Caligula up there, and they're just going crazy. Uh, so the the sheriff, the two sheriffs, the husband and wife combo, Police of the town. I mean, if that's not an adult movie plot, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, they they need to put a stop to this. What an original idea, though. Yeah, I, I I I I liked that it. it was it was kind of like a different. It was kind it was kind of like. Kind of like Blade, where it was like. It's it's just like they they give you a way around vampires always having to go to bed during the day so you can just focus on like the vampire part of the va- you know of the story you don't have to worry about oh well the sun's coming up they have to go yeah. run away again and hide or whatever yeah i hated the art though i oh absolutely my God. Hated, so did, I, so did hated I hated the art i i did too most most of the heart. time most of the time i can take ben templesmith with a grain of salt and and appreciate the art but for some reason in this i felt like 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 somebody finger painted a four-year-old scratch drawings of a vampire. I, it was too Temple Smith. It was it was too Temple Smithy. It was too scratchy and drawn like scribbly. I I, I, just, I didn't I half of the time, half the time I couldn't discern characters or facial features or what like is there's just like blood and splashes and. I can't tell if the fist is going through the face or the gut or the arm. Mm-hmm. It was just hard to keep track of the visual part of the story. But um, but I did like the story as a whole, though. I did think it was a good concept and a neat story. 
at Mrs. Beef rebuttal to your husband's Temple Smith. Well, she's biased. Yeah, you would like to marry Ben Temple Smith. That's a fact. If I hadn't already married this guy over here, probably. What if uh, Dave agreed to like some kind of one night open Temple Smith open marriage? If he was open to it, then. Then what would Dave get in return? An equal open? Who would your pick be? A super happy wife. Does it have to be a comic book person? No, it could be someone else. (laughs) Cecily Tynan. Oh Oh, my god. Christina Ricci. She's gotten a little too thin. Christina Ricci's got all thin too. Yeah, she's also got a five head. She spoiler, she got a breast reduction too. Shut it all down. Oh no! Yeah, why would someone do that? (laughs) I thought that was illegal. Should be (laughs) Ben Temple Smith's art. I really enjoy his art a lot. Uh, It does get kind of out of control in some parts, but I kind of like it because when he reins it in, it's kind of astonishing. That little girl freaking scared the crap out of me. Why she freaking? Exactly. You could barely tell it was a little girl. Really? Ugh, the little pigtails and the giant like mouthful of sharp teeth. I felt to, like, like I was on acid wa- looking off. at the the whole thing. It's kind of what I like about it. Ugh. I don't do drugs, so you know. There was some. Smart. There was some panels the where <laughs> like someone's head got ripped off, but I couldn't tell what was happening. It just seemed like there was blood happening. Thank you. Oh, um, I thought that was kind of the, match. I feel like that's what he was going Drop for. The maybe, to, maybe it was. I've also. I, uh, I like a lot of. I mean, I've read. A few of his other books, and I'm kind of—I guess—I'm more used to his loose interpretations. Like, there's like mm-hmm. a lot of—I don't know—kind of. Yeah, but I read them too, and I liked them. Did you read Wormwood? Yeah, and I liked that. Yeah. But that was way more. I feel like there was a lot was of like reined loose, in. N- yeah, yeah was it was way more. I mean, none of his stuff is defined per se, but that was way more defined than. Then it it was like just somebody was splashing color on a page. But it wasn't and like that for absolutely everything. <sighs> Dude, the shot where Evan puts his head, you know, fist through Vincente's head. Yeah, know, is that what was happening on that page? Because I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's great. I so maybe I love the fact that this is going to be a huge fight between them long after they leave. I might actually agree with Dave on that one. I wasn't sure how the battle ended. I just remember blood and it ending. I was like, uh, something happened on the screen, but I can't tell. But yeah, it's uh, it's really it was really weird because all I got from it was like Ben Tumblesmith took a picture of an actual face, but like put some sort of walleye vision on it, so mm-hmm. where like one side of the face is all bubbled out, and then like around the face he just like shot the paintball gun at it. And that was that was like every character in the book. I do like your paintball sound effect. Um, Jonesy loves beer. You've been very yeah, quiet. You can't tell that that's a oh, arm going I was, through a head. I'm sorry. I thought. I, well, it, mm. it's his arm. I was it's thinking of a mouth. different panel. I mean, I overall I liked Ben Temple Smith's art. There were some panels that I couldn't tell what was happening. Jonesy loves beer. So one of the big pluses to this book is with three issues, uh, you definitely get a great paced short story feel to this arc. Uh, I like the fact that I didn't need a whole lot of backstory. Uh, he told, you know, the writer told most of it just through the dialogue interactions between the characters. But I will say something very controversial. You ready? Say it. I liked the movie much better than really? the book. Thanks for coming by, everybody. Sorry. It's First time I've ever what? said that about a book club. To be honest, 
when I was reading this, I kept, I mean, it's been years since I've seen the movie, but I kept having flashes of all of that coming back in my mind because I, I honestly felt the story was a little thin in some parts. Yeah, in the film, I think the cuts work a lot better because if you read the book and if you remember the film, the film is almost shot for shot, the comic book. Uh, uh, the only thing I remember from the film was the ending. Yeah. The film, uh, isn't Vinc- Vincente like in on the plan though? Does he get mad? Yeah. No, it's it's. I don't think they explore it very deeply. One of the other major changes in the film is that uh, Josh Hartnett and woman sheriff wife mm-hmm. Mrs. Hartnett uh, <laughs> are like on the rocks during that sequence. Like mm-hmm. they're thinking about uh, breaking up, oh, yeah. and then uh, she, they realize through the course of this uh, ordeal that you know they love each other and life is about being with the ones you love. And then he, you know, she realizes that she was a bee and needs to apologize and be with him again. And then uh, he dies on her, proving that you know what, women folk, you should apologize sooner because yeah. mm-hmm. your your man could be turned mm-hmm. to a vampire mm-hmm. to to save your life and then die on the snowy hill. Truer words. Right. So That's I'm right. gonna ignore that whole part. <laughs> I really like this one panel though. I kind of he bent up to it does it on occasion when he puts like. Did you notice how it says up above badass time? When he like turns into yeah. a vampire yeah, and come lame. up, I thought that was fun. Yeah. There was a there was a couple yeah there was a couple weird um, I kind of like this um, visual cues that he wrote on the panel or on the pages. Like I, when I think I saw those first, a couple times. Like, really introduced to like it says "Allo Marlo" at the top. Hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. I like the way he did that. It's experimenting, you know. Yeah. Uh, just Dave, you know, maybe you don't see that kind of stuff in uh, Suicide Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, were there not enough, not enough nipples in this for you? I was just thinking that same <laughs> comment before she said it. I was uh, thinking that... There were that probably plenty of nipples in it. I just couldn't tell what was going on to <laughs> tell that they were nipples. I was. Uh, I, I thought about the ups and downs of it being only three issues because he does so much in three issues, um, but also like also definitely some things are missed. I think that's why the story has to be kind of so thin. Yeah. Like it's it's, figu- it's, some stuff felt kind of rushed. It's figured out that the man cop has to like... it. He injects himself with vampire blood, but it's like I'll figure it out in two panels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to save some of this blood. Now I'm going to inject it in my arm kind of thing. But <laughs> I wonder if it was maybe they were giving Steve Niles a chance so he had to keep it to three issues yeah. or or vice versa. But either way, I think uh, what it's done for – I mean it's a three-issue series, so anybody should be able to check it out. And you can't complain that somebody's writing for the trade, yeah. quote unquote. Did they ever go back to the property and ruin it by trying to make it more than it was? I'm pretty sure it's had like nine volumes. Yeah, really? Because yeah. you know the whole really the whole storyline with the lady, like the voodoo lady. I think that she's probably the theme I, going through. Uh, I think this one was Alaska, though. Are they all tar- like? Do they do a Northlanders no. and kind of do different characters in the same universe? Uh, I remember picking up, I think, the first issue of the second volume, and it's the wife. It gets a lot more like Hit Squad kind of X-Force because she's like the head of these vampire hunters now, and it was really weird. But I don't remember what actual volume that was, but I remember it was the wife, and she flashbacks on how the husband died trying to trying to kill the vampires. and uh, That's a shame. Now she's like a leader of the Hit Squad, Vampire Hit Squad or something. That, that the, would be is like it called a, the Vampire Hit Squad? It should be. So that would definitely be like VHS. the third series <laughs> where they couldn't get like the first built actor anymore. Yeah. It's like starring um uh, Clark from Lois and Clark. Dean Kane is the main is the replacement <laughs> yeah. actor. 
the uh, the guy from Starship with Troopers. His roles, yeah, <laughs> you have to apparently need to work. You know, he was in an episode of Law and Order SVU. He did a great the job. He's the complete opposite of Billy Zane. Let's be honest here. The guy Love won't do guy. anything. The Phantom, come on, come off it. Demon Knight, oh, Samuel man. L. Jackson. That was yeah, amazing was in Demon Knight. We're running out of time. Thirty days a night, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Highly recommended. Great book. Read it. The story's good. We got your letters. I'm gonna open them up. Farrington's gonna read them to, to you. Dave loves when I sing over this part. Internet peace. <laughs> 25 episodes ago, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we get letters. Letters at paperkeg.com. You know? Uh, we'll read them, maybe. Uh, first one up is from Sean in North Carolina. He wrote us, uh, I don't know, many, many episodes ago asking maybe we should be cursing a little more in the podcast because it's our podcast. I do remember that. Maybe get a little more sexy well in the uh, uh, things. Um, he, he Basically, the summary is that he's he just went on a binge because uh, he stopped listening at episode 42 for a, a period. So now he just like started catching up on the last six episodes. He probably got tired of Gen Z. Want to take a break? They may have. I mean, yeah. highly controversial. Okay. But uh, he liked the Transmet- Transmetropolitan episode. Um, he liked our opinions. He liked that the book club was... The opinion was that the book club was hardcore even for him. And mm. he wants us to curse. Uh, all jokes aside, much love for you all down here in the dirty south. He also included a lightning round. User submitted no. lightning round. Uh, that around. is, we will read all lightning round user submissions. Batman number number five by Scott Snyder. Who would have thought someone could make me think Batman wasn't going to make it out of this one alive? He's effing Batman, and I'm running to the LCS for the next issue. Great issue. Great issue. Uh, next one is from uh, listener friend friend of the show Jacob Beaumont. He's uh, just uh, just mean Slim's hired gun. Yeah. When he wants to. Uh, Say something from to the, the midwest. From the Midwest, uh, let's call him J Bo. J Bo, you're yeah. You must. Is that <laughs> he, is that what you put on his paychecks? He's just a, a fake Facebook profile with a googled image as <laughs> as a profile pic. Stockphoto.com. It's your yearbook picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I've spent the last two months trying to finish Grant Morrison's Super Gods, his autobiography slash take on the comics industry. While Grant is truly a giant amongst men when it comes to comics, the only polite way to describe this book is masturbatory. Mm. At one point, I found that I was forcing myself to read a few pages every day, waiting for some kind of payoff that never existed in the first place. With 80 pages left, I finally had enough, and I shelved the book for good. Wow. Have any of you had a chance to read it? And if so, what are your thoughts? Did you find it as pretension and self-aggrandizing? Aggrandant, as I as I did, or did I the miss the grammar something? police here? Jeez, uh, know how to pronounce a word? Thanks yeah. for that letter, Jacob. I, I've never, I've, I think I may have put it on my Amazon wish list, but uh, I don't know anything Take about it. Take it down. Apparently, apparently you should not. I, I don't get. I didn't get the idea of Grant Morrison writing a book about superheroes. I didn't get it. Everyone was just like had huge boners all over it and all of the comic book sites were rushing to do reviews. Why would I want to read it? I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it's Grant Morrison. He's writing about the history of superheroes. Right. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Grant Morrison, I don't know. He like pokes his 
it's like he, he takes his uh, fountain pen and just jams it in my ear or my eyes <laughs> because it's true. Like Grant Morrison, I don't know, he'll he'll just screw with you. I mean, everyone is a lo- like they're in love with him, but I don't know. I don't get the whole. I don't not interested in Batman Inc. The action comic stuff stunk for the last two issues, and it's getting back to older Clark now. The, the only thing I think of with Grant Morrison is the uh, wizard. Um, the wizard like press photo for him where he's like standing there with his bald head and his like matrix trench coat right and yeah. I just want to sweep his leg I just want to <laughs> knock him down that's the only thing I think of when I think of Grant Morrison I always think of uh, that same stock photo of JMS with the uh, black t-shirt leather jacket and fedora <laughs> yeah, yeah. wizard cocky grin on his face wizard pretty much ruins it for all of us with their <laughs> press photos uh, he's got a new image book coming out Grant Morrison yeah mm. with uh Trans metropolitan artist. Oh, he's finally washed. Rucka? He's finally washed the stink off himself. He did that. He actually uh, last week when I uh, reviewed uh, Steed and Mrs. Peel, that Avengers book. Grant Morrison did wrote that. It's very English, very mm. heavy on the English. Yeah, okay. he's a Scot, isn't he? Grant Morrison. Yeah, I'm just saying it was very yeah, heavy on the English. Like, so right. they they Damn. probably all rub elbows over there. Do we have another one? No, that's it. I th- could have sworn we had another one. Maybe I didn't forward it to you. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, as a sheriff of Bonertown, I will uh, mm. not allow entry. Not for any Grant Morrison. Uh, Jeremy Hansen. It's all in the pronunciation. Mm. New Bonertown. Uh, should I listen to things in order, or are they more like Law and Order, where I can just jump in any time? Also, what's the difference between the West Coast and the normal one? I live in Oregon, and. Uh, are getting different comics over here? Question mark. Actually, I actually don't understand that last question. Uh, maybe maybe he's asking if PKW does different comics than we do. Maybe. Uh, Thanks for that email. I mean, that's cool that the you, you emailed us. The podcast. Can he jump in? You can for the most part. The news segment is only like five or ten minutes, so you can skip ahead of that. Yeah, and, and I think with the new segment, even if we record two episodes in one night, the second episode is just like what news that could be weeks old that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's more just of a, a chance for us to commentate and uh, offer our opinions on something random and maybe make a little fun out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think you can listen to them out of order or, I mean, only go back and listen if you liked the, the first episode that you've listened to enough. Because, we, I mean, our, our shows are very structured. We might have a lot of. Hopefully, we don't have a lot. We probably do have a lot of inside jokes um, that Jonesy might reference loves back inside jokes, right? <laughs> that may <laughs> reference um, older episodes, but in no way does that affect like what we talk about. One day, episode episode. one day, I'm going to break Jonesy, and he's going to like, walk off the podcast. <laughs> That's my ultimate goal: is for him to get so annoyed. That's that nice to stops. know. That's nice to know, friend. Uh, what's the difference between West Coast and the original recipe, Jonesy? Uh, I, I just the personalities really, it, and they have a couple of nice new segments where they do uh, they review the cartoons from our childhood that are uh, uh, comic book based. Like they're doing, I think they did X Men the Animated Series, and now they're doing reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's a cool new thing that they do, and I do listen as much as I rag on them. Right. But I do have a funny anecdote. My uh, real life letter. My wife's cousin's husband listens to the original recipe. And he called me the other day, uh, the other day just to ask, "Hey, what's with this paper keg West business? Who else <laughs> listens to this trash?" <laughs> and I was like, "You oh know, Big Mike, relax. You have a beautiful beard now, and uh, you should give it another shot." Hmm. So that was a depressing anecdote for paper keg West. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, guys. Thanks. 
<laughs> no, J.M. Stump. Uh, no, sense. I like uh, Paper Keg West. They really come into their own. Definitely. Their own deal, you know? Yeah. They do, actually, Original Recipe also is, uh, we're all in the same room. While uh, PKW are a bunch of uh, friends that know each other and they Skype in. And, yeah, uh, do their it's, show it's definitely way. a different format. So if you're looking for just a West Coast version of this, yeah. you're not going to get it. It's more West Coast. It's more loose, too. Mm. More hanging loose. You know, if you're into they that. do uh, drugs on the show. Then they go uh, surfing. That's actually not yeah, true. The show is just uh, delete it. Such a West Coast racist. Yeah. West uh, Coast The Reign of the Replacements next wow. week. Uh, will Just Dave be the new permanent host? Jonesy doesn't think so. What no, a, I don't. What about Mrs. Beef? You know? Jonesy doesn't know. think so. That new title, Mrs. Beef, could win me over in my heart. <laughs> in my heart. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Good show. Colombian Dave. Okanosis uh, with Dave, the beef clan. Dave doesn't listen, uh, hasn't listened to the past few to know that Jonesy has Sorry. become a huge star, self-promoter, <laughs> no, he and he created this new segment out of his own brain after the music mm-hmm. is done. Yeah, it's called the Fireside Chat Look with at Beth him. Corto. Look at him. <laughs> he perked right up. <laughs> Wait, my God. did you say the I, Fireside Chat with Beth Corto? We mention her name even though she's not here every time. Uh, From now on? Respect. Maybe sometimes. So yeah. most, I, I have a theory that most people don't even know this segment exists because they just shut the podcast off. Yeah. I also the think the same really? thing. Only the folks who are OCD enough to have marked as played through the whole podcast. Oh my you god! Know? Yeah. Like well, if you use if you Instacast, you need to you know let that whole sucker run out so you can get it out of your queue. Don't yeah, they well, tell you how long it is? This seriously happens. That's you played it to the end. So uh, well, sometimes the sometimes music just longer. stops, and then we're still just talking yeah. about regular yeah. jumps. This is, is raw. This what it is? It's raw though? time. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's not oh, really. Yeah. We're not there's stopping, no and then he starts something. This is just how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you for real? You're such a J bag. You, you make, really? <laughs> you make it sound <laughs> like this is the no, worst segment ever. No, I'm just saying. Now listen. Keep your own shit and die, because this is the best segment ever. Oh my god. No, no, I don't no. want to hear whatever bullshit you got coming <laughs> no, out of your mouth. No, because Matt made it sound like you had this great idea, and it is. <laughs> it's just <laughs> talking. <laughs> it's just talking. Yeah, that's we're on a talk show. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's You're nice. waiting for like you, stuff to stop, and you haven't listened in a very long time. Oh, you Jonesy wouldn't know. Loves outbursts. Jonesy <laughs> still at the. He's yeah. still at the company store right now. Jonesy just wants, wants to, to give everyone to the death. He wants to he give the listeners oh more. Yeah, it's just you know. He wants everybody to know him inside and some out. Some behind the scenes stuff. Pull I the thought, curtain back. I thought you would just like grab the reins and be like, "Welcome back, it's Jonesy Side Chat or whatever it is." <laughs> Jonesy <laughs> Side Chat. Jonesy Side Chat. <laughs> no, 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 Dave, you're back. Jonesy Side Chat. I love it. <laughs> Jonesy Side Chat. I might get that tattooed on me somewhere. Oh my god. Uh, Maybe it. on my uh, sides. You know what though? I mean, the, they. There, are, I'm, I'm sure that there are people that love it though. That are like, oh, I get to hear the, the real them after whatever. It's only so like I'm two sure people. They, so, well, now they get to see Jonesy flip out like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, so it's the, the real dear friend <laughs> where he tells you to eat shit and die. <laughs> Listen, Jonesy and I have been flipping out like that on each other for the better part of two decades. I cannot yeah, wait to hear that. Been about work. fifteen it's years. Be great. <laughs> yeah. 
guess I can leave it in. Oh, it's going to be so great. I listen to this at work. Do you listen to it on like a loudspeaker? Oh, yeah. I make everybody in my department listen to it. Do you really? No. No, I don't think so. What an episode, huh? Wow. All over the place. Whatever. The entire it, it, we episode. should have uh, been better. I could have been, been better, I think. No. I rushed because I rushed through that book like right before you guys finished. Oh, you and were in the other yeah, room reading it? I was in it? the other room because I, I, you know, was doing whatever and then I was like, I I better go read this before they finish. And then, right. like, I came out here and I, I heard Jonesy go, Colombian. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> oh, then, crap, they're almost and done. And then it immediately set you this. off. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I so I, yeah, so I fumbled my way through the review. I looked but other at than I that, looked at Dale uh, five minutes into the show, and he looked just <laughs> depressed. <laughs> he had a he uh-huh. had a vibe right. that no, it was just this is uh, we're yeah. off the rails. Well, well, let's be fair. I, I had noticeable rust for sure. Jonesy called it early in the episode, saying that he thinks that Beth is going to be the permanent <laughs> yeah, replacement yeah, that, before yeah. we even had a chance to really speak. Setting so. the stage, I think, maybe wasn't the smartest idea. Right, that, well, insulting our guests right off the bat. It's really nice to set the bar low. That's, uh, I'm sure. Or I'm sure theater. Kelly Ripa and you know whoever else has a talk show on TV, they probably do the same thing. Anyway, right? So. They just throw them under the bus immediately. Yeah. Like, well, you're not the best. I, we've had the best on before. You're certainly not. Yeah. That. What yeah was my the, bad. What was the first reference that we made to next week's episode? That was me when I. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It was like two minutes in. Yeah, that's you, so you called him on it. There you go, bending time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then you said something too. You no, said, I didn't. You said uh, yeah, I can't did. remember what it was. Yeah. It wasn't. I'm not sure if it was a reference to Beth or something that Beth said. I think no. you're the one who said that they might be able to play it in the comic book shop. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I did say next did. episode might be. Yeah. Free of profanity. Right. This Which one is certainly isn't. Reason. So this is yeah. So dear listeners, uh, future people. No, you you were fine. 47 was recorded after 48, but it will post before. That's right. 48. Yeah, who makes that? It's decision? like Morning Glories, but real. The executive um, producer. The, yeah, but what? I mean, is there a reason? Our for that? special guest, Beth Corto. Beth Corto had to leave early. Um, oh, and you I actually, had always planned on doing that one second? Well, I actually didn't know which episode I meant to add, email Dale. And I lost track of time to see which one we were going to post first. It could have been Beth's, but it's just yeah the well, way I, the cards fell. I think um, actually what might what would have swayed the decision anyway is that uh, I think we told Don that this was going to post first anyway. So Don oh, okay. Don worked on this cover, and he still has uh, a week to uh, work uh, on uh, the uh, Beth Corto. Actually, it's not right. We run every decision through Don Garvey's desk <laughs> for approval. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, Don. Love you, but what happened to the other guy doing the covers? He uh, got swamped with uh, actual he, work. Yeah, he has an actual job. <laughs> That's cool. And, Good for him. Uh, well, actually, no, he had some kind of big surgery or. or uh, oh, he's the one hernia. with the hernia. Yeah, the hernia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, Plus, he's Canadian. You know, you just yeah. you can't trust him. No, no, no. I don't even think they can get the latest episodes on iTunes Canada. Whatever. He got that no. surgery for free. What? He's Canadian. Canadian. Oh. Yeah, it's actually not true. They do pay taxes for that. It's, like it's not technically free. It's freer than we. What have. kind of uh, what kind of taxes do you pay in a hernia surgery? <laughs> I don't know. Prob- uh, probably dude, worth it. He'll know before any of us though <laughs> where he works. We this talked guy. about that. I think last, uh, last fireside chat. Yeah, you'll be tires one day, and you'll be like, oh. We <laughs> talked the uh, last fireside chat. We talked about your death pool that you started for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great segment. Dude, I, I went home and I was like, "Did you really? Were you really talking about him dying?" That is awful. And Dave was just like, "Yeah, we talk about it all the time." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I so, said something it's so similar nice. to that. <laughs> it's so nice nice you guys can meet up at the bar with each other. I'm, I go downstairs and drink scotch in my basement by myself. Can and, you yeah, just that's not talk out loud. At all. I mean, but that's a good with Marcus Phoenix, so, you know. Yeah, oh, yo, yeah, that thing is awesome, though. Yeah. How much money do you need to, house, to pick up your house and just move it to Pennsylvania? I know, right? It'll make me so happy. I mean, what's going on in New Jersey that's better than what's happening? I you're about to move You're about there. to go there, so... Uh, yeah. Not, womp, womp. Life spoilers. Bumble F. Oh, uh, yeah. You're still going Jersey. to New Jersey. Maybe it'll be Brooklyn. Who knows? Maybe it'll be upstate New York. Yeah, it could be... So you're going to go even farther away. Upstate New York. You're the worst. Ooh. I actually don't know... If I've Sounds only fancy. looked Don't in ever places. Move. Just this stay is, here forever. This is super inside baseball. I know, right? I mean, we we're need that baby about, close to us. We're talking about the end of Favorite Gag where Jensen kills himself, right? <laughs> yeah, we all know so that's what's going to happen. Talking about the end of Favorite so this, you got to go to forty then. Yeah, I took the under on forty. So, <laughs> oh, Jonesy's going to kill himself between episodes forty-seven and forty-eight, and yet he's still on episode forty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> super inside baseball. Yeah, that's pretty meta of you. No, uh, we're we'll looking at show. places in New York in the city, and Ugh. yeah, that will be the end of paper cake. What are you gonna do with I'll yourself? Just, just what record happens? once a month. Huh? Do four episodes once a month. We might have to. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. I don't about. think we're gonna let this go. How are you gonna have a new segment if you're gonna do four episodes? We'll probably get rid. We'll probably get rid of the new segment. Maybe yeah. fireside chat before the rest of the show. Oh god, let's not get crazy. He's really trying to make it a thing. It's already a thing. I don't have to make it a thing. Remember, only like six people listen to this. Mrs. Beef. I'm one of them. Chill. I like It's you, Chris Miranda, Catcher. And Feenster, other people I know that listen to Fireside Chat with JonesyWillsBeer.com. Maybe everybody else is just really quiet about it. Yeah, probably. But, um, why? but why? Yeah, and everybody can hear your normal voice now. What the hell was that NPR shit when you were doing the what? whole episode? Um, no, because because <laughs> I can hear myself freaking going off the rails, and I don't want to get yelled at by senior <laughs> Nazi over here. I don't want to make more. I'm just going to wait. It, it's uh, uh, Twitter. This is alter ego. What a show! That's pretty good. It was probably the worst one ever. I'm just what gonna say. What a show! Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I had fun. I'm not gonna. Nobody lie. even listened to my Adventure Time review. I oh, fuck you all. Jo- I, I can't remember what <laughs> happened during that that interview. You that freaking review. lost no, hang it. On, hang oh on. my god! That I re- just got lambasted for dropping the s bomb. We let her say the f word. And we're, we're in the fireside chat. No one listens you to this. You cursed for like three minutes straight <laughs> talking to Dave. Did you? Were you not a, a, a conscious when you did I that? I kind of went to the red zone. <laughs> The Adventureland Adventure Time review will be studied by how not to do a podcast. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I thought I started off just fine. I don't remember. You I don't remember. Took it off the rails. I don't remember if I did something or I don't, can anyone remember what happened during that? Because it was horrendous. No, I, I, uh, no, I just know the guys started, from. Uh, then he said something about a cartoon, and then you went on it Adult went Swim. I, yeah, I said, no, yeah, I I said one thing about Adult you Swim. Said, you said I don't watch anything on Adult Swim. And that was it. That's all I said. And then no, I said that, that it's not on Adult Swim. And then you're like, well, let me finish. Let me finish. And, and then 25 minutes later, it. we came back to the review. What, where Dale, did, where did I lose it? Dale said, except Venture Brothers, which is true. <laughs> it's true. Where did, I, where did I lose it after I... After, uh, what did I do when I lost it? No, no, no. You didn't it? lose it. You, you just started I'm laughing. I'm saying, when you, you said... I'm going to listen back. I have to listen back to this episode. When you were talking about Adult Swim, that's when... It kind of got away from. You probably shouldn't then. listen back. You might I have not want to post it. I have to listen to it to get the show notes. Oh man! <laughs> you know, maybe I should just post it and not have any show notes. No, uh, you have to listen to it. Fine. Yeah. Don't say anything about the profanity at the fireside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> I never mentioned the fireside chat. Oh, by the way, I am still, I don't remember if you remember me telling you, but I am still crafting an article for the papercake.com. <laughs> oh I just haven't, God. I haven't gotten everything shaken out yet. Were you Speaking also supposed to do my wiki the and the drinking a... game? Oh, Jesus, that's, we're having, that's, we, I'm, I'm putting, this years. is over. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to close it. That's a year. Oh my God, Columbia? Long thing.